Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to another edition of Backyard Racing Nation podcast with your host Scott and my buddy in Georgia, Bill. Bill, welcome. Let's let's you know we got a lot of lot of stuff going on today, as, as you and I've been talking about. But first, let's get down to you know thanking everybody that makes this podcast happen. Timeshare Relief Association in Orlando, Florida. If you have an issue with your timeshare, give them a call at four zero seven five four three. Three four two zero, and also our good friend Jonathan, who is actually our guest, is one of our sponsors with his florist, Rich Mar Florist, out of Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, you can go ahead and get a hold of them at www.richmarflorist.com. Bill, uh, you and I were, you know, just talking about with Kyle Larson and and the sponsorships issues. Now we have a sponsor and pull in here, and you know. Talk about the ramifications of some of this stuff and and what's going on. What do you think we're going to find out today? You know, I'm really interested to see what Jonathan has to say about, you know, from a sponsor's point of view, what's going to go down when something like this happens doesn't necessarily have to be exactly what happened to Kyle, but to our butt, think maybe Bubba, who, you know, who what they're calling rage quit that the uh, iRacing and hurt himself with a real life sponsor. This there's a lot of ramifications for what these drivers are doing that, you know, I would have never thought of would happen, especially when we're not driving. So and Bill, we got Jonathan on with us right now. Jonathan, welcome to Backyard Racing Nation podcast. And thank you for being a valuable sponsor to not only us, but to, you know, race car drivers all over all over in NASCAR. And thank you for that. Thanks, guys. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on with you. So, Jonathan, uh, I'm a Pennsylvania guy. Uh, My wife and I lived in Boyertown. We know you guys very well. Um, What made you make the leap from, you know, local advertisements and newspapers and stuff like that to big-time NASCAR racing? Well, uh, our company's been involved with sports uh, for quite some time. In 2009, when the the Women's Open was here in the Lehigh Valley um, for golf at Saucon Valley, we did uh, all the flowers there. We've been working with um, the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs and the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, which are both the highest affiliates of the Phillies and the Flyers. Um, so we've been involved with sports for a while where we, you know, partner with these, uh, teams and the same with Pocono Raceway as well, too, um, where we partner with them and, um, advertise, you know, exchange advertising and flowers, you know, and, um, it works out really good. So, um, I got an opportunity presented to me from the Phantoms. They came in and said, Hey, uh, what do you think about getting on, um, you know, uh, a truck and a car at Pocono? I'm like, Oh, this would be great. You know, they have hot passes. Um, you know, it just sounded like a lot of fun. And I mean, you know, the lo- my first logo was on Timmy Hill and Josh Rim's uh, car and truck respectively there. And um, I loved it. You know, I had a great day. I had a lot of pride in a logo that was probably the size of my hand. Um, <laughs> and um, that kind of got me hooked ever since. You know, I met some people in the garage that day, and uh, these are contacts I've kind of had moving forward since then. So really just a, a unique opportunity that presented itself. And um, my wife and I had been, been fans of racing. We had been watching NASCAR, especially on the cup level, for quite some time. So, um, yeah, it seemed like a no-brainer to, to give it a shot. 
it was for you guys, especially you guys being in Pennsylvania. You know, Pocono is is what you consider your home track. Being in Allentown, it's only like an hour and a half drive, uh, or if you drive faster, an hour. Um, who uh, besides you know Timmy Hill? Who who did you go to next? Because I know you work with a lot of drivers. You work with PA boy uh, Garrett Smithley. Uh, yeah, I, I know you work with John Hunter Nemechek and our good buddy Spencer Boyd. Yes. But I, I heard some rumblings that you worked with Josh Balicki. I did. So, uh, you know, we've worked with uh, quite a few of the guys. Uh, Josh, um, one of my friends uh, who I met in the garage at Pocono the year prior, uh, Josh drove the 53 uh, Token Token uh, Cup car last year at the second Pocono race. And um, we had a big logo um, on his trunk. So I got to meet him there. And um, I also worked with him later in the season at, at Homestead as well, too. So um, my friend was involved with Rick Ware. And, um, you know, he said, hey, you know, what do you think about getting back on another car? And I said, yeah, I'm, I was excited. I didn't really know much about Josh until I met him. And uh, I'm grateful that I met him. He, he follows us on the social media platforms. Um, when we had the primary at uh, Martinsville, he helped even push that. So, um you know, basically what I did after the year was over with the Phantoms, I um, I reached out to some teams and uh, Front Row Motorsports got back to me and uh, we, you know, formed a partnership with them. And uh, at the time, David Reagan, uh, never thinking David would retire. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it was great. You know, it really we went from, you know, having a, a small logo to having a, a bigger logo, having a winning driver. Um, you know, which is huge. And David's won two races. So, uh, you know, it was great to attach our name to somebody like that. I remember seeing Spencer Boyd post something right before all of this hit that you're going to be the primary on a truck when we get racing again here. Yes. So I met a lot of people asked me, you know, how how did I meet Spencer? So after I had sponsored David, so in between the races last year at Pocono, I got a, uh, a message on, on Facebook, you know, from Spencer and um, so how, how did you find me? He's like, oh, well, I, you know, I, I, I followed you on, on social media. I saw that, you know, that you were on, on David's car. Have you ever thought about uh, sponsoring a truck? I'm like, no, I haven't. And um, we met then at the second Pocono race, spent some time talking. I mean, talked about all kinds of different things, not even a whole lot of business stuff. And, and I wasn't ready to make the commitment last year to him. And um this year I got a call from him right after Daytona and he said, Hey, um, you know, I, I think I can put together a really good package for you. And, um, before all this coronavirus stuff started, we had, um, you know, the primary, uh, at Homestead, we were going to be on at Pocono. We were going to be on at Dover. Um, Spencer has some other things that I won't spoil, uh, planned for the season with us. So, uh, <laughs> if we get back to racing, uh, we have to leave some kind of surprises for you guys. Yeah. Um, now we want to. I'm kind of want to talk a little bit about Garrett because he is a PA guy, yeah. just like me and you. Um, how did you meet Garrett? So I did somebody a favor. A buddy of mine um, said to me, "Hey, I'm in a spot. Uh, we got an empty. Yeah, me and Rick have an empty spot at Martinsville, and um, I don't think you're going to say no to this deal." I said, "Okay." And I said, "Well, who's going to drive the car?" And uh, they're like. I don't know. This was on Wednesday, you know, so the race is Sunday, you know, and uh, this is Wednesday. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. So they send me over rendering and uh, that weekend, um, all of Rick's cars. So BJ, JJ and Garrett 
all had breast cancer awareness. So I'm like, this is incredible. The paint scheme is, you know, is insane. The details of the, of the vines and the leaf in the, you know, from, on the black paint was awesome. So I say yes immediately after I see that. So that's still, who's going to drive the car? So I find out Thursday that Garrett's going to drive the car. And I didn't really watch a ton of Xfinity because I didn't really know anybody on the Xfinity level. I knew of Garrett. Did I know he was from Pennsylvania at the time? No. Um, so he calls me. I said to, you know, to Rick's guys, I said, can you have Garrett call me? I, I'd love to just to talk to him. I'd like to get him our social media information and try to, you know, make the best out of this. Because obviously it's not right in my backyard at Martinsville. You know, but um, I'm figuring, well, you know, this is this is a good way to, to gain some respect in the garage, as they say, and, um, you know, to kind of build on our NASCAR sponsorship. So he calls me. We have a great conversation together. I get down to Martinsville. Uh, my, my wife and my daughter went with me and uh, another couple who are, are big NASCAR uh, fans that are our friends that we went to college with. We pile in, drive down to Martinsville. We ended up watching the truck race with Garrett in the stands, which was pretty cool to sit and get, you know, his insight. And uh, we were pulling for Ross, but he didn't win. And, uh, of course, we were pulling for Spencer, but he was very frustrated that day. <laughs> if you guys remember. Um, you know, so it, it was neat, you know. And um, we had a great weekend with him. He took my daughter out for driver intros. So, um, you know, Garrett is uh, is really special, not only to my company, but, but to my family. And um, he's basically made my daughter uh, a race fan for life, you know. So I went from not really knowing the guy to, you know, to being pretty close with him and, and his family. And um, I couldn't ask for, you know, a, a better, you know, cup brand sponsor, you know, to, to have than him. You know, he's um, he's wonderful. He's great with the fans. And, and how about all this publicity he's getting with Iowa? Yeah, the publicity he's getting from the iRace thing is awesome. And, and and don't worry about the dogs because we all all three of us, well, me and Bill both have dogs, and it sounds like you do too. Um, so we're, we're dog-friendly, cat-friendly, and everything. Um, what's funny is the weekend you were talking about with your sponsorship is the same weekend I actually was the first time I met Garrett. And that was after driver's introduction. I was wondering who the little girl was because – I thought at first I thought it was his sister, but now you're telling me it was your daughter, which is really cool. But he actually took some time after he got off the truck and was going across and signing autographs. He talked to me for a couple minutes, and my first impression of him was he was very humble. Yes, still is. Um, great guy. Didn't even know at the time he was you know from Pennsylvania until after the race started, and found out he was from Pennsylvania. So we were pulling for him in the Cup Series as well, and. You know, we watch him now when he does racing everywhere. So he, he makes us Pennsylvania members very, very proud, even though we li- now live in Florida and Ross is our hometown, home <laughs> gut state guy. But, you know, we, we do what we are proud of Garrett and everything that he's done for Pennsylvania and putting us more on the map as the second Cup Series driver to be from Pennsylvania. Yeah, it was, a, it was, you know, it was a no-brainer. And, um, you know, we, we had talked after that race that, you know, the season was almost over. So we had talked and said, okay, you know, we got to get together and, and we, we got to do something again next year. He's like, um, you know, I like your brand. I love your family. And um, let's let's get something done. So, you know, we, we do have things in the works, obviously, other than the iRace. You know, the iRace kind of came up as like a, a fluke uh, thing for me. Um, you know, I just text message him and say, Hey, how you doing? You know, what's going on after, um, you know, after all this stuff was going on with the economy, we, we text back and forth and, um, he says, um, 
yeah, I'm going to be doing this I race. This, that's awesome. And I said, well, what are you doing sponsor-wise? He's like, eh, I don't know. I said, well, listen, he tells me what he's looking for financially. I'm like, you know, that's, that's very reasonable. If you can't get anybody to do it, let me know. The next day he texts me back. He's like, so are we going to do this? And uh, <laughs> I said, yeah. And never thinking that uh, it would turn into what it turned into. So, I mean, uh, just take this time, to, as, I, as I've done publicly, just to kind of thank Garrett for – you know, vaulting our popularity in NASCAR and uh, attracting more people, um, you know, to our brand and uh, building a following and um, getting me in some doors um, that I probably wouldn't have gotten into without his success. Well, we've got some questions, and I think I'll start off with some from one of your own drivers. Um, <laughs> Spencer Boyd leveled us with about three of these things. He so, did. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'll start off with his first one. What track is your favorite that you have been to, and what is your dream track to have your paint scheme on? All right, so I'm going to be a little biased here. I'm going to go with my home track, uh, you know, because I, I love being at Pocono. I love being at home. I, I, I love people coming up to me when I have my shirt on saying, hey, I bought flowers from you, or hey, I know you guys are local. You know, thanks for being a part of NASCAR. So, you know, that's something that I can't get anywhere else, and, and I appreciate the partnership with Pocono, uh, the retweets, the following, you know, all of those things. So I Pocono has a special place, always will have a special place for me, you know, no matter where I end up with, uh, you know, sponsorships with NASCAR and whatever tracks we travel to, you know, that's, that's where I saw my first race. And, um, you know, uh, it'll always be special to me because that's really what got me involved in all this. Um, and as for the latter part of that question, I'm going to put like a twofold out there. I, I would love uh, on the NASCAR level, to attend and sponsor even not a primary at at the daytona 500 right because that's everybody's you know kind of dream to go to um and on the indycar level i would love to be a part of the indy 500 and uh, get out there and attend that something wow. wow indianapolis indianapolis that's that's awesome and, and and jonathan if you actually do get on a car for daytona please let me know <laughs> Um, we'll get together down here and, and, and have some fun and, and, and get you on again on a live version of the podcast um, Yeah, and, and have you there with us and, and have a good That'd time. And, you know, I, I have one for you. Um, it's for me, really. Um, what made you basically, I, I, this is a family business from what I understand, right. correct? And now you have two locations, the one in Allentown and one in Bethlehem. Um, how much how much more peop- business do you get from people that, you know, would probably go somewhere else that are now NASCAR fans that have seen you that come and say, hey, you know what? I'm doing business with you because you are supporting my favorite sport, which is racing. I think it's taking some time. Or hockey. Yeah, you know, I think it's taking some time to build into that, you know. Um we were with the Iron Pigs for seven seasons. Um, we've been with the Phantoms now for four. And now this is coming up on a, what should have been our third year with, uh, with NASCAR. So, you know, it takes time to build uh, branding. And I think, you know, when I sponsored Timmy Hill, uh, you know, originally, you know, it was just probably a lot of people just probably thought, oh, it's a, you know, it's a once and done thing. And, you know, I, I didn't really see, you know, a ton of return on that. But the connections I made, have been huge in the process of that. So 
I was a little more aggressive than just saying, I'm not going to just be satisfied with just this one time. You know, what can I, what can I do with this? How can I help, you know, build my brand? And, um, you know, we use our sports marketing really for, uh, corporate branding purposes, you know, um, Obviously, we're not expecting somebody in Martinsville to say, oh, I got to, you know, call them for flowers. But, you know, what we're hoping is when somebody lands on the website and they see that, you know, roll across with, um, you know, the NASCAR logo and, uh, you know, Garrett's car and, and David's car is on there as well, too. You know, they uh, they see, hey, you know, these these guys are really big time. You know, they, they know what they're doing. They, they've got good endorsements from from celebrities and so that's kind of what we're doing with that. I think that, you know, our, our brand really has kind of never been higher. Uh, you know, I got a, I can say I got a nice audience there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. Our brand's never been more valuable in NASCAR. I just had a great conversation with uh, Dover Raceway the other day about trying to partner up with them as we do with Pocono. So, you know, that's something without, the support of, of people like Spencer and, and Reagan and, and Garrett, um, you know, front row and Rick Ware, you know, that and young motorsports that uh, I would have never, they would have never answered my call. They would have never sat down and talked to me three years ago. So I think building on the brand and, and building respect in NASCAR is going to open even more doors than, than what it already. You, you, you're definitely right. And, and you know, I'm, I'm glad for you guys to be in the, in the sport and, you know, looking through a lot of those questions. Um, a lot of them are, are, are some really great questions. And, you know, Bill, you have all the questions. I don't, I know you have. Yeah. I have too. most of them written down here. Um, Robert, you already basically covered his first question, but he wanted to know how does it feel seeing your logo out on the track in front of such a big audience? Yeah, it's it's incredible. You know, um, I, I think a lot of times of my grandfather, honestly, when I'm there, uh, my grandfather, you know, the true American dream. Um, he he had his hand involved in everything. If he was alive to see this, uh, you know, he would just he would be blown away. We'd be on we'd be on cars every week, <laughs> even whether we could afford it or not. Uh, <laughs> you know, but um, it's great. It's like being like a proud parent, you know, like you're you're out there, you're seeing your brand name and um and now we're kind of seeing the fruits of our three-year effort. You know, we have people, more people following us on social media, more drivers. Um, we even have some drivers from across the world following us now, you know, that probably never would have paid attention to anything I, I put on social media before. So it's it's awesome. You know, I, I can't really describe how cool see you know your family's logo on a race car. And um, I think it really hit me when I stood out with David uh, Reagan for the national anthem last year, um, it really, really hit me hard then. Like, wow, this is incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. Now I see here, you're a, also a sponsor of the pro premier racing online. League. Yes. How did, how did that come about? <laughs> they, they, they follow us on, on social media and um, you know, uh, they messaged me. We, we had a, you know, a conversation and um, they work with SMD designs who does all of our vehicle designs. So if we ever roll out that truck, uh, Spencer uh, and I uh, have a great scheme uh, made up courtesy of SMD designs. And uh, they did our Martinsville car, they did the iRace car. So I've been working with them quite a bit. And um, 
you know, they came to Sean and I and said, um, Hey, you know, we'd love for you guys to kind of back our league. And, um, and I thought, wow, you know, this is, this is awesome. You know, that, uh, people want to attach our brand name to, you know, their, their favorite sport and their favorite game. I'm, uh, I'm hoping next year NASCAR five comes up with a way to put our logo in there, you know, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> then people can drive around with, uh, with our logo, but, um, really neat, you know, and I think a lot of these things have come and I'll say it again. A lot of the things have come from the success of the drivers. Yes. I'm backing them. Yes. It's my name, but without them and without their successes on and off the track and their professionalism and their, um, courtesy to their fans, I wouldn't have any of this. That, that, that's powerful statement right there. It really is. Yeah, um, Let, let's talk a little bit about how you got into being into the flower industry, into being a florist. So I mentioned my grandfather earlier. My great grandfather and grandfather started our company in 1955 in the basement of a townhouse in Allentown. So we've been at it for four generations. I'm the fourth generation. My father and I currently uh, own and operate the company, and. Um, I went to college in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, not far from Pocono Raceway. Didn't, didn't really know much about racing then, um, to be honest with you. But um, I wasn't intending on coming into the business. And um, it's just as I went through college, the opportunity kind of uh, presented itself a little bit better. And uh, we took full advantage. Interesting. Um, now, does your daughter have aspirations to be a florist when, when you know, you decide to retire? I, I don't know. You know, she's she's going to be 10 this year. Um, you know, she's kind of back and forth with it. So, you know, I'm going to let her do what my dad let me do, you know, have have some life experiences and and uh, try your hand at a few things. And, um, you know, this this place will always be here. I'm going to I'm going to run this as long as I can, as long as I'm healthy. So. Uh, hopefully she does. And, um, you know, it'd be awesome to try to see the company make it to the, the hundred mark. You know, that would be really neat. That would be very cool. That would be very, yes, it would be. And, and it's not, it's not that far no. off. No. <laughs> yeah. And I figured I have to be like 82 to make it to that, I think. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> maybe, you know, Scott, you and I were talking before uh, Jonathan joined us about some of the things that have been happening in NASCAR that um, have cost certain drivers their sponsorships and stuff. Maybe um, we can get Jonathan to kind of touch on some of this. Jonathan, what goes through your mind when you're sponsoring a driver out there? I know it hasn't happened to you, but and they do something like what Kyle Larson did or where Bubba Wallace rage quit with a sponsor that was putting out money to be, even though it was iRacing being on there. What, what goes into a decision-making process at that point? Well, you know, money is money, you know, so I can't blame, you know, sponsors, you know, for what, what they did to Kyle, you know, it's unacceptable. Um, You know, business people and celebrities are always held to way more accountable than just the everyday average person. Right. You know, so we're leaders in our communities. Um, You know, the drivers are, you know, let's face it, people uh, look up to them. Kids look up to them. You know, I mean, geez, I still look up to them, you know, like, uh, you know, we're we're following those people in a closer limelight. So, you know, he kind of gave the sponsors, you know, no choice whether he had malice behind it or not. you know, it's just not acceptable. I mean, um, what I'm looking for is uh, I'm looking for a driver or an athlete that is fan friendly, you know. So, um, 
and I've had that happen with me and Garrett and with me and Spencer where, you know, he and I are talking and there's a fan with a hero card and, you know, we just kind of look at each other and I know what they're going to say and, uh, you know, just say, wait a minute and they go and sign it. You know, that's the kind of guy I want uh, sponsoring, uh, representing my company. You know, I, I want the kind of guy that's going to, that's going to sign an autograph, take a picture, answer, you know, a question with a fan, you know, be interactive with their fans. I mean, uh, I can't afford to sponsor, sponsor, you know, Kyle Bush or anything like that, but the guy that I can afford to sponsor, I want him a, to give his best effort and, and, um, you know, be as courteous to fans as possible because you're representing me. Yeah. That is so true. Absolutely um, true. We've got a few more questions. Sure. Um, you've touched a little bit on some of this, but I'll go ahead and ask it anyway. Valerie asked, what made you decide to step out there and just sponsor a race car? What what was the deciding factor of saying, hey, I'm going to go sponsor this car? Yeah, like I said, you know, the, the Phantoms, um, I have a great relationship with the Phantoms. I, I appreciate, you know, all the things that they that they do for us and, and how um, how committed they are to our brand. I, I don't know. I just um, I thought it was a really neat opportunity. Did I ever think that people were going to want me on podcasts, want to interview me? Uh, did I ever think that Mike <laughs> Joy would be talking about me on a broadcast? Uh, no, you know, I, I didn't think any of those things. Um, I just took it as a fun opportunity and a, an opportunity to say, you know, hey, we did this. And, um, you know, and, and to be honest with you, you got your name on the crew shirt that weekend. So. I've got a really neat uh, Timmy Hill slash Josh Room uh, crew shirt that's got, you know, Rich Mar Florist in the sleeve uh, that I wear at the pool in the summertime. So it's a nice button down. Um, so that was, a, that was a really neat selling point. So I was like, wow, you know, this is, this is so cool. Like, this is, bigger, this is bigger than me. So to answer Valerie's question, I always love being involved in things that's bigger than myself. It that's is an interesting def- point. That's an interesting point. Very much so. Um, our last two questions come from, well, the second one from Spencer was, and this was off of Twitter, I believe. Uh, what would you like to see more of, super speedways or road courses? Uh, I love speed. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I love NASCAR. I love Indy, and I just love raw speed. You know, so I um, am not a huge fan of the road courses. You know, I'll watch them. Um but I, I really enjoy just watching cars go faster. You know, it's like watching, you know, guys run, right? You know, we always wish we could run that fast, right? So I always wish that at some point I could get on a track and drive 200 miles an hour. I'd, I'd probably be scared senseless, but I'd love to try it once. Um, so I just, I just love the raw speed of a super speedway. And that's probably because I'm biased towards, you know, Pocono as well, too. Like, we're so fast up here at Pocono. I love being able to not even stare at the car, you know, without having my eyes going crazy. I, and I, I'll agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> Our last question comes from, I believe this is uh, Garrett's dad, RK Smithley, um, who was asking, uh, will you be on Garrett's car, cup car at Pocono for the double header? And, um, he was asking you to talk more about the uh, bond between you and Garrett. Yeah, you know, so the plan is to be uh, with Garrett at, at Pocono and Dover. I, I just discussed that with him again the other day, you know, as the season keeps getting delayed and delayed. And um, uh, Garrett's got some extra things in the works for us, too. 
um, you know, that, that we're working on and, um, you know, maybe some merchandise, some hero cards, you know, so we have a really fun year. Uh, we had a really fun year planned in, in NASCAR in general. I mean, I think that you, him, maybe the best thing that could happen to us was that iRace, you know, um, and I'm hoping that we still are able to pull all these things off, but, um, we have a big weekend planned for Pocono with, uh, with Garrett with Spencer and um, with John Hunter, who I, I don't know personally, like I know these other guys. So I, I'm, I'm excited to meet him and, and get to know him a little bit better. But, um, you know, I think the Pennsylvania bomb, Garrett, and I think the, the humbleness of Garrett, um, you know, is really what attracted me to stay with him. You know, how he was, uh, you know, willing to take uh, Charlotte out for intros with him, you know, how, just how he interacted with not only me, but with other people throughout the weekend. And, um, so, you know, now, uh, you know, my daughter is, 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 uh, is, is, you know, she loves Garrett, you know, so I, I always have um, a special bond with him that, that I never had with anybody else because that was her first race. So I didn't know how it was going to go or how she was going to react or, you know, was she going to be, you know, kind of annoying? What was she going to do or be bored? And everybody at NASCAR that weekend, even up to Jimmy Johnson, who, uh, you know, turned around called for her when she called for him um everybody gave her such an awesome experience that that weekend and, and went out of their way uh to make her feel good so um and, and especially garrett so i i'm excited for garrett i i'm so excited that he got the publicity that he deserves and a lot of the other drivers that don't get the publicity like your like your john hunters like your timmy hill you know it's so awesome to see these guys getting play and having people talk about it, having people want to be on their car. Um, I know that Garrett is doing very well with that and he is um, just grinding on iRacing right now uh, and, and trying to, trying to win and trying to, you know, please the sponsors. But, um, you know, I think it was a no brainer. It was just, like I said, kind of a fluke thing, how I met him and how the whole thing came together, but I couldn't have asked for a better guy. And, um, I, I'm so happy with his successes and um, I'm looking forward to, you know, many years of, of working with him and uh, him carrying our brand name around with him uh, everywhere he goes. For sure. What you're, what you're saying that happened with your daughter, that's what NASCAR is all about. It's built around family and, you know, that without that, I, it wouldn't be NASCAR. It'd just be something else like Indy or F1 where it's kind of impersonal. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't I, I couldn't believe it, you know, and, and just the just the support of the fans too kinda of goes right with what you're saying, you know, that the fans wanna follow you. Um, you know, people are always messaging us like, Hey, do you guys have stickers? Hey, do you guys have hero cards? You know, I mean it's so cool. Like who would have ever wanted that, you know, from me a few years ago? So I think it just goes to show that the successes of NASCAR are not just on the track, but they continue out to, you know, the people who support it. And um, just the network of people, you know, I had, um, while the iRace was going on and Garrett's running first place, and the only thing you see is Rich Moore Florist on the hood, um, I had uh, people from other teams texting me like, hey, you know, congratulations, you are getting TV time, this is great, you know. And so I think that uh, the camaraderie and the networking I built off of this is, is irreplaceable <laughs> for me. That is, that, is, that is so true. Um, one thing as a, a, as a driver myself, you know, the, the sponsors get so much out of, you know, just the little bit, you know, people don't realize 
if if somebody goes to their store and shops there and says, hey, you know, I saw you on this car at this racetrack and I appreciate you being in be doing that. I'm now going to work, go to you for everything that I need that you guys carry. That that's that's a huge statement, and, and it it shows what's considered brand loyalty. And, and my personal experience with you, Jonathan, as your company is, you guys did our flowers for my wife and I's wedding. Um, you were recommended to us by a friend of ours who uh, is involved with Grandview Speedway there in Bechtelsville, yeah. real close to your home. Um, they recommended you guys for flowers. My wife and I got her bouquet of flowers for her toss that she does at the end. And, you know, it, they were, they, it was the most beautiful arrangement I've, I've seen. And, you know, I, the only other time also I worked with you guys is I bought a bouquet of roses um, for my wife and I's anniversary uh, before we moved down here to Florida. And the top-notch flowers you have up there don't compare – are leaps and bounds – to what I've seen down here in Florida. So Thank I want to commend you on a beautiful, beautiful company and the customer service you have. Um, that's just my personal level. Um, so I, I'm grateful for you being involved in our sport. And I'm grateful for you having, you know, Thanks. attention to detail. Yeah, you know, that's what it's all about. I mean, uh, we receive products from all over the world, really. So all six continents, you know, our, our hand touches, you know, almost basically the entire world, you know, um, it's part of coming in here every day. We talk to people from all over the country. So it, it's awesome. It, it's great to be able to give back not only to the community, but uh, to build some new, uh, a new following in, uh, in NASCAR. And, and I actually just had a, a question texted to me nice. by a young race fan uh, out of Bechtelsville, uh, Logan Watt. He, he runs quarter midgets. Um, he wanted me to ask you, have you ever been to anywhere else other than a NASCAR track? And I know your time is very limited because of what you do, but um, he asked, you know, asked that, have you been anywhere else other than Pocono and Martinsville? And, and if you have, where those have are you the gone? only two, those are the only two tracks that I, I have um, attended a race at. Um, I, ha- I had some plans that to maybe head up to Lawden uh, this, this summer and, uh, and, uh, and, and most likely I'm, I'm hoping to end up at Dover Um and I know I talked to you about this the other day when we just kind of did our, our pregame, uh, you know, talk, uh, you know, I really need to take more advantage of, uh, my racing friends, you know, and, and get out to get out to more tracks, enjoy some things, take in some, you know, some different sites that I, I haven't been able to do. So, um, my wife and I have only kind of been you know, following racing for the last decade religiously. So we're newer fans. I, you know, I guess you would say, but, um, at some point, we got to get out there and do something else. We'd love to see you come down here and visit us here at my home track in Atlanta Motor Speedway. So uh, it's a lot of fun here. Some fast, fast racing. Yeah, it, you know, and uh, Spencer, when we first started talking, was talking about possibly doing Atlanta, and um, you know, it's just uh, owning your own business doesn't allow you to have as much free time as you would think. You have especially not only owning, but yeah. working day to day in it and, and being a major part of it. So, you know, time kind of gets limited, but um, I'm hoping maybe as I get a little bit older here, I can uh, start you know doing some of the things that, uh, you know, getting around, meeting some people and, um, you know, maybe even working with some more tracks. That's, um, you know, it's kind of what I'm hoping to, to build a brand, uh, to, to build our brand with the Monster Mile brand. So um, we're in some talks with them. Uh, working on possibly this season and and going forward so um you know who knows um i I would love to get out and do more of it and i I need to do that 
Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, you know, you just brought up more questions for me. Um, you, you said, you know, you're working and you just dropped a little nugget for all of our listeners about the monster mile thing. And that's really cool. Thank you for that. Um, Jonathan, you've, you've been to Martinsville, you've been to Pocono. When you go to Pocono, you've been to Martinsville. Do you see, did you see how fan friendly and everybody treats you like yeah. family there? It doesn't matter who, it doesn't matter whose shirt you have on or who you're rooting for there. You're all one. Well, I don't know. Up in Pocono, they're not uh, they're not huge Kyle Busch fans up at Pocono here, so uh, you might want to. <laughs> um, I've seen some people. Uh, I had a nice helmet uh, signed by Kyle, and um, guys like that's a nice signature, and that's a waste of money on that helmet. <laughs> it's just like, all right, yeah, uh, you know, uh, you know, but. Um, for the most part, yes, you know, uh, it was pretty cool. After the Martinsville race, there was, um, you know, we, we ate, we stayed like an hour away. So we ended up, um, after the race, meeting back up in the parking lot. Some people that were just there saw our shirts like, hey, how are you guys involved in NASCAR? Like, oh, we just sponsored the 52. They were like, wow. You know, so we ended up eating with them, drinking with them afterwards. So, and like I said to you, when I'm at Pocono, people kind of already know who we are. So it, it's it's pretty neat to, you know, to, to see the see the whole thing kind of coming full circle of starting simple and, and dreaming, dreaming big. Very, very, very true. It, it is very true. And, and I don't think I can say anything else other than that's <laughs> yeah. very true. You know, something I don't think that you get, you know, with other sports. I mean, you know, you go tailgating in an Eagles game or something, obviously everybody's wearing Eagles. You know, it's easy to point out an Eagles fan, right? You know, we're all, we're all wearing our jerseys. So we're all partying together, but NASCAR has a different feel to it. You know, essentially, you know, there's, there's 35 to 40 drivers out there every week. Right. So, you know, everybody has a different favorite driver or maybe you have a couple, like I, like I do, I have a couple favorite drivers that I follow, you know? So, um, it's totally different, a totally different atmosphere. And, um, when someone gets in an accident, everybody's, you know, cautious and everybody's praying that, that everybody's okay. Right. You know, in, in a football game, you're happy when somebody gets carted off the field, if they're on the opposing team, you know, in, in that car, um, there's a lot of concern yeah. for the athlete. You're you're absolutely right. Uh, it's good. He's I, I you know Bill. He he touched bases about those accidents. Let's let's go back to Daytona with Ryan. You know we were my wife and I were there. It happened right in front of us. And, and being a driver and her being around it for her whole life, the impact we the the concussion oh, yeah. we could feel off that impact with with Corey Lejoy. I literally my heart stopped. Uh, because at, at my first thought was, oh, my God, you know, nobody was cheering. Yeah. Nobody was clapping. You know, it was very somber, you know, and, and then as reports started out, he was OK. People yeah. started to loosen up a little bit. They were, you know, all every, the fam, the whole racing community as one didn't matter who you feel like Kyle Busch, Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, whoever you liked, you know, that you all came together and, and was behind that driver and both of them, Corey and and Ryan, everybody was behind them. It's something that I saw in the days and weeks following that that wreck is, especially on Twitter more than so than Facebook, people were putting those pray for Ryan with the six logo behind it 
up there on their or, uh, Facebook area or their Twitter for their profile picture. And you couldn't scroll through your Twitter without seeing hundreds of these pray for Ryan logos. And it, it was something you're sitting there going, what other sport does this? You know, the NFL has player get down. You don't see pray for so-and-so up. You just don't see it. But in NASCAR, right for a couple of weeks, everybody was a Ryan Newman fan. Everybody was pulling for him. So, you know, to get better, it's just the community itself, I think, that is so much different than any other sport. Yeah, I think out it's there. easy for fans to, you know, identify with the drivers. You know, they have a lot of interaction with the drivers, right? You know, so hopefully when life goes back to normal, you know, we still have that. We don't lose that as as fans because we love that. You know, we love that our drivers, you know, do Q and A before a race. We love that our drivers come down autograph alley and sign some things. We love that our drivers stop and take a picture. We, we love that. Right. You know, that's, that's why we love the sport. So, um, you know, and it hits home when you see something like that happen, especially when you know drivers personally, like we all do. Um, you think for a minute, you know, that could be Spencer, that could be Garrett, you know, you, you start running things through your head. Like, you know, this, this could be my guy here, you know, and, um, that is one great thing about NASCAR that when something happens, the, the community and the fans rally, you know, around that. So um, I can't say enough good things about the NASCAR community. And I, I think they get a bad rap on things every once in a while, but um, I think that you wouldn't find a more loyal fan base in any of the other five major sports than you do. You're exactly right. When you're talking about that could be my driver or my friend. When I had this past year in Atlanta, I had the opportunity to be in the pits and late in the race, Spencer got caught up in a pretty bad wreck. And I was standing there with his mom and his dad, uh, his PR guy, Josh. And for those few seconds, the pit box just went deadly quiet. You could see everybody's look of concern on their face right up until we heard Spencer's voice come over the radio. You know, I'm okay. But for those few seconds, closer to a minute, I think on that one, it was like, is he all right? And then the sign of relief that, you know, he's okay. It's just, I don't know. It was something different for me because I've always been more, you know, for either up in the stands or watching on TV. So a wreck, you know, to me, a wreck was a wreck unless it was something like Ryan. But to see it from that point of view, it's totally different. Especially, you know, like, like for all of us the more personal you are with these guys you know the more you really think about every time you see that like are they okay are they okay and then you know especially going back to daytona trying to explain to my nine-year-old i don't really know if ryan's okay you know so uh, you, you know you really kind of see it hit home when you see something like that happen and i mean thank god he was okay and uh, i'm sure that Corey was been out of shape about that for a while as well too you know probably running through his mind, what could he have done different? And, um, and the same with Blaney too, you know, what could those guys have done different? And, you know, it's just good to see that, that Ryan's okay. And um, hopefully we see him uh, back at the track, you know, hopefully that's not the end of his career. I don't think it will be. Uh, he's already said he wants to get back in that car. So uh, he, he's got one heck of a drive for racing. <laughs> Yeah, he, he does. And, and let's set, just let's touch sure. a little bit on Ryan real quick, if you don't mind, Jonathan. He, he's an engineer, and, and he, he pushed and pushed NASCAR to have the Newman bar installed. And even when his little interview, he said if that wasn't there, it could have been a lot worse. So let's, let's take a moment and thank him for that you know, yeah. intervention he did. Um, 
If you've seen pictures of that roll cage, there there are whole sections of it missing that are just unaccounted for. So, yeah, yeah, it, it, he's it's he's amazing. Extremely, extremely fortunate, and uh, and as is all of NASCAR, is extremely fortunate that he's he's up and and moving, and um, that he wants to get back in the car and and continue his career. Yeah. Yes, we all are as fans and. Of any of all of NASCAR, we are f- very fortunate that he wants to come back and everything turned out good. Um, I, Jonathan, I really don't have any more questions. Bill, you got anything else? Uh, we've run through most of our listeners' questions. In fact, all <laughs> of our listeners' questions here rather quickly the, this week. So, uh, Jonathan, you know, where can people find you on social media if they, they, they live up there in your service area or they're sending flowers to Pennsylvania? Where can they find you? Know, you? How can, can they get a hold anybody of anybody in pretty much anywhere in the country, really? So if you want to support, uh, you know, really the only florist who supports NASCAR, uh, <laughs> we're not too hard to find. You can find us online at richmarflorist.com. Social media, we're just at richmarflorist. Uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and um, you know, um, we're we're more than just covering the Lehigh Valley. You know, our our goal with with our NASCAR is to is to build our brand. Our goal with our NASCAR sponsorships is to build our brand, <laughs> have celebrity endorsements uh, like we already have, uh, and and build on that. Work with some more tracks. Um, you know, get 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 out to some more races and. Um, you know, who knows? Go from there. Um, the podcast I was on two weeks ago, they asked me, you know, what was what was my end goal with the whole thing? And I said, I'd love to do one of these guys weddings. So, um, you know, I think that would be really fun to do. You know, I think that would be a fun project to bring the team down to Carolina or wherever we have to go and, um, you know, get everything done and, and give these guys, uh, you know, the best quality that they deserve. And let's you just touched on that. Hey, Spencer, I know you're going to be listening. You hear what he said, right? <laughs> uh, uh, you know, you just brought up something that came to mind. I just remembered about the digital flower bouquet that Spencer was sending out to people. Oh, yeah. What? How did that come about? Because, you know, he, I asked him to send one to my wife, and he did, which was really cool, and it, it made my wife, my wife smile. He did it for my mom, which she was going through some stuff, and, and it put a smile on her face. You did it for my mom too. So that was all Spencer. How did that come about? You know, um, we we already had the contract in place, so it wasn't public. You know, but he's been following us on social media and and trying to boost you know our brand even even right after I sponsored his debut. You know, so I had small logo on on for his debut race um, that weekend, and um, he's been you know he's been a loyal uh, social media follower and booster you know, ever since. And, um, he, he says to me, I think I'm ready to launch this. I have a really good idea. I want to run it past you. It's because at this point we know the season's postponed, right? So we know Homestead isn't going to happen. And, you know, all this happens right before we're ready to launch all of our social media. Spencer's all excited. He's got all his stuff. He's ready to go. He's like, I think, um, I got this great idea that I think would be a lot of fun and I, I think we can have fun with it. And, you know, sure enough, he has a great success with it and, um, and he has a lot of fun doing it. You know, I, I think it was the perfect thing for a guy like Spencer. He's interactive with the fans. He enjoys his camaraderie with his fans. And, and I think that's why his fans love him. He, he's, he's, he's patriotic as, as can possibly be, which is always a plus, but I think that he's, he's humble and, um, 
the things that he does for his fans are incredible. So no, that was all his idea or, or Tom, his, uh, his, his manager, Tom's idea, one of the two of them, you know, they, they came back to me with it. I was like, this is incredible run with this. So I did tell him he should have sent one to Natalie, but he, 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 I think he said something like, I don't know if my girlfriend will appreciate that. So or, somebody, somebody had said that to me like, yeah, I definitely don't think Madison would have liked that one at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But, but us as his yeah. fans and friends, yeah, so we all got a good kick out of it. It's like, all right. But uh, it was funny because that's uh, getting back to Natalie. That's right about the time that I actually got introduced to him was when all that stuff happened where she flipped his hat. And I had actually talked to him the week after. So I think was that at, was that at Phoenix? Was it at Phoenix that week? Where did she do that? I can't yeah. remember where, where that happened, were. to be honest. I can't, I can't either. And I talked to him on the phone because we we're going to get together at Pocono, meet up. And I'm like, hey, you're all over the news this week. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, so uh, it was funny when, when the tables were turning. I'm like, hey, you could send her a digital flower. You know, we, we got a good chuckle out of that. Yeah, I, I know that uh, the two of them, from what I understand, made up. I know that Natalie has ended up signing a lot of those, the hat shirts that Spencer put out that benefited charity. So uh, I, I'd love to have her on the show, show, speaking of her, and find out exactly what it was like when the first person walked up with that hat shirt and hey, said, yeah. hey, will you sign this? <laughs> I can tell you. I can tell you guys her reaction to a young man. Uh, Alex is his name. Um and Aiden, his brother, they had their shirt on and they asked her to sign it. She looked at him and just laughed. Like she had, she, she, I think she realized that, you know, this is for charity. She had a good chuckle with it. But from what I've seen, her reaction was, you know, it was just, you know, let, let, I'm just going to roll with it because <laughs> I did something dumb and now it's time to just enjoy the ride as it is because. That shirt, everybody knows it's about her. So now it's yeah. it's not just Spencer; it's her too. So, but it it was interesting because we were there at Martinsville when that when that happened, and you know, I was I seen Spencer's face, and he had to turn away and, and chuckle. But you know, she was laughing too. So I don't know why I turned away. But, but it, it was it was definitely funny, and, and you know it it definitely put his name and her name more out there in the media and, and brought more attention to him. You know, but it, it, it was good. It was, it was, it, it's a good humor. The shirt definitely did a lot of good for the charity that it was for. Um, glad that he did all that for them. That that's super awesome. It really is, Jonathan. You know, we're so glad that you took the time to come out here and uh, be on the show. And maybe one day down the road, we could get you with maybe one, one or two of your drivers that you sponsor on at the same time. Maybe Garrett and Spencer or John Hunter, even, and just you know sit around and talk that way. And I think it'd be really interesting to have you and one of your drivers on here and just talking. I bet there'd be some good stories yeah, that come yeah, out of that definitely. one. You know, that's, uh, that's definitely something as, as we, as we move along, uh, this season that, uh, we got to talk about. And, uh, maybe when we get down, maybe one of these days when we make it down your way, uh, a little bit further South, um, you know, uh, try to pull that off. Yeah. yeah. Meet up, maybe do a live podcast. 
that would be interesting. And we've never done, you know, we're, this is all recorded right now for everybody. And our goal is to do a, a phone in one with questions and everything for listeners and everything. So that is our goal. Maybe you be the first one we can do that with when we do, do go live. Um, That'd be, be awesome. Cool because you are a good friend of the show. You, you know, you're a sponsor of the show, no money involved. We're, you know, it's you, you're with us because you're the level of, of racing and everything. So, and we appreciate you guys. We really do. Thanks. Um, but I, you know, you, you're, you posted a, a shirt on, on Twitter. I believe it was on Twitter. Um, the Rick Mar yeah. Flourish crew shirt. <laughs> is, is oh, that's that, awesome. Yeah. I like the hats too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Um, is that previews to come of what the full sponsorship of the car comes with? Yeah, the, you know, uh, when Spencer, is that what it's going to look like? Uh, specifically to Spencer, um, you know, when uh, when we actually get to run that primary scheme, uh, Spencer and his team are in full uh, gear. You know, like this is not just like a, a, a lightly thrown together venture. You know, um, it's going to be full blown with a lot of branding. So, uh I'm excited to, for that to happen. And uh, maybe at this time, maybe I can even make it down when he actually does it. I wasn't able to make it if Homestead would have went off uh, like it should have. So um, it's exciting. Uh, we're talking about getting some merchandise done, especially with, uh, with Garrett and Spencer. And um, if you guys have seen our new racing logo that we uh, kind of launched last month. Uh, yeah. You know, so you, you we'll, that, that's we'll beautiful things available that, with some giveaways with uh with spencer and garrett and uh you know with Ware and, and and front row um so you know we'll we'll have um you know some really neat gear coming out um that's driver specific and is also just you know just generic if you want to support you know our brand um we'll be doing some giveaways at track as well too so um i, I think that the guys uh, will have fun tossing them out at interviews and if charlotte's lucky enough to get out with one of the guys again uh, up here at Pocono, if we if we can be in the stands, then uh, I, I know she's excited to toss them out as well, too. Well, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm looking forward to Pocono. I, I, I'm, it's circled on my calendar. It's the, my wife's birthday. She's going yeah, to do turn that. a ripe away. I'm not going to say it because I don't do want to be on a <laughs> – don't want to be in a doghouse. But, uh, you know, yeah, our, the, goal the... is, our goal is to be at Pocono and cheering Garrett and – and Spencer both on and, you know, our favorite drivers were all Gordon fans in my family, but, you know, we did switch over to other drivers. Um, you know, so we, we have a list. Uh, I will be honest. I have 18 gear because of Kyle uh, and, and his foundation uh, bundle of joy. Uh, my wife and I have experienced, you know, infertility. So those, those, that, that foundation really sits home and, you know, he is a good guy away from the racetrack. So <laughs> yeah, I have nothing. Against I, it's Kyle. okay. Like I can I take said, the I, heat. <laughs> I've got some, some nice things that he's uh, been kind enough to autograph for me: some cars and some some hero cards, and uh, a really neat Eminem's helmet. But um, yeah, I've I've I, I've I've seen that. I haven't really seen that with any other driver. Um, you know, you walk past somebody that has Junior, you know, stuff on. They're like, yeah, Dale, yeah, you know. But uh, you walk by somebody with eighteen, and they don't like the eighteen. They're gonna let you know it. <laughs> they do and it's okay everybody's yeah. entitled it, it, it's what makes nascar nascar really there always um, there's always been a driver that everybody loves to hate each generation of drivers yeah, and it's just that kyle's the current one yeah it definitely that's definitely true because when you think about it 
Gordon came in, he started winning all. Or nobody mm-hmm. liked Gordon. They called him the Wonder Boy. Um, yep. You know, when Senior was really big and popular, there was a lot of people that didn't like Senior. But when Gordon came <laughs> in, everybody loved Senior and, and hated Gordon. And, and it you know, happened with Jimmy for a while. When Jimmy was yep. winning, you know, seven, eight, nine races a year, it was yeah. uh, we don't want to see him in victory lane. And then, then Kyle kind of took his place, and Kyle's held that place for quite a while yeah. now. <laughs> he sure has, but uh, it's okay. I can take it. Um, but uh, you know, Jonathan, I, I I can't say enough how grateful all of us fans are that you are in our sport and you you love our sport and you're continuing to grow that that branding with racing. And you know, I look forward to seeing more of you guys on cars at the races. I I, I thoroughly enjoy seeing hometown businesses from where we're from branch out into the national market and, and see that change from localized to national to completely worldwide. Thanks guys. And, and well, thank you for having me. Fantastic. And uh, I hope to be back at some point here with you guys. And uh, I'm hoping I helped you grow your audience a little bit here as well, too. Absolutely. So, uh, I'll be listening uh, as the weeks go on here. Well, John, we appreciate it. John, I want to thank you very much for joining us and, and, uh, once we are finished recording, I'll send you the listen and you can post it where you need to post it. And I want to thank everybody that asked questions. These were awesome questions. And, thanks. you know, Jonathan, you stay safe up there in Pennsylvania. And, and thanks. You, you guys know, do the same. Thanks again for having me. Yourself, looking forward, friends. looking forward to being back. Uh, all right. Our thank pleasure. You. Our pleasure. You know, Bill, uh, that was that was fairly informative and uh, very interesting to talk to Jonathan there. Yeah, he, he's a great guy, and, and and I can't say enough about him. He, he's you know he's been with my my family has done business with him, and um, with my grandmother, my grandmother passing away, he's doing a bouquet for my family from Spencer and myself and our families, and you know I can't wait awesome. to see pic- can't wait to see pictures of what it looks like. Um, so I, I can't thank him enough, and he is definitely a, a, a true gentleman of the sport. And I can't wait to see the – we got to see a preview of the truck and yeah. a rendering. I, I can't wait to see it. And definitely, you know, if he goes any further with this and we get back to racing and his sponsorship is on that car, uh, you know, we saw somebody post on and the, the fastest florist in the East Coast. I, I yeah, that was pretty cool. Definitely think he needs to put that on the truck on the back bumper and – and, and and have some fun with it because the gentleman that posted that I'm not sure his name I think it was Sean, the guy that does their renderings for them for the teams. Yeah. He hit a beautiful, beautiful marketing strategy for those guys, and, and you know it, yeah. it it definitely hit home. And, and you know tonight, you know we got some stuff going on with Spencer. We got some stuff. I believe Garrett's involved. Yeah, there, there's uh, some uh, eye racing going on, and tomorrow, you know, I wasn't super interested in watching tomorrow's race because they were limiting it then they announced the format with no resets for you know richmond that's gonna get interesting it's a game changer i think (laughs) i I mean i I know they're they're doing some last chance qualifiers i think the field's gonna be like 30 cars or 32 but um I wasn't going to watch, but absolutely now I'm going to tune into that because with no resets, that's got me and my interest peaked. That's going to be more realistic, and these guys are going to have to drive a little bit more conservative in that race. You know, one thing I will say what iRacing has done 
it has taken the guys that really do have talent that you know are like a Rick Ware and, and with Rick Ware Racing or Timmy Hill and Tommy Hills with MBM Motorsports, what they lack in funding. If they could get that funding and have what you know the Kyle Bushes of the series, you know the William Byron, all them guys, what they have top notch equipment. Yeah, you know, I heard going to be right up there for the wins and in the real races. So it it's shown that just because they're not with a high dollar team doesn't mean they can't drive. And we we seen Timmy Hill and Garrett Smithley both can drive. Absolutely. John Lee we know he can drive. Oh heck yeah. Series. Um, so it, it's definitely shown us that that talent crop that's in that earning their dues, as they so to call it, you know, we're, we're stacked in, in talent level from top to bottom. And, you know, as the cycle goes through of cycles, you know, you know we're, we could see Garrett or, you know, Spencer or John Hunter Newcheck being a NASCAR champion here shortly. You know, Timmy Hill did an interview. I'm not sure who, who, who he was talking to, but I saw it and, they asked him whether his win in the iRacing had resulted in any new sponsors. And he said, absolutely. There's been three or four companies that have reached out and said, Hey, we'd like to put our name on your car, get some money behind you. Maybe you could do this in real life. And I mean, people don't think when they see these iRaces that they have any effect on what's happening in real life. But here in the last few weeks, not just we'll start with Timmy Hill and seeing, you know, he's getting sponsors out of that win. And that's something I didn't think I'd ever see happen with iRacing. I didn't either. And even, you know, what John said about Garrett, he's getting more sponsors too. just be having that little bit of TV time with the iRacing Provocational. That's helping him too, and, and you know that that for me makes me feel one hundred and ten percent great. It um, makes me want to support this iRacing format until we get back racing, and maybe even beyond that. I, I would love to see iRacing. We touched on it last week uh, with George, and do something in the off season, and you know that maybe not every week, but have maybe four or five races over the entire off season where they're doing these pro invitational things. You know, you know, I, I agree with you and call it the pro winner, the I race pro invitational winter heat series and yeah, run five yeah. races, but don't take them to NASCAR tracks. Let's take no, them to I, tracks that are local, like, you know, New Smyrna Myrtle or, Beach. or like they did. Uh, I think it was this past week, Monza. Um, yeah. Which was really interesting to watch a track, you know, a foreign track like that, get see these guys tackle it. A little bit of a wreck fest, but. 60 cars fun. though 60 cars <laughs> i know that that was fun to watch i have to admit that was really um, fun yeah the guys that put that together did a great job and you know yeah. the dirt stuff that's now been running with the lucas oil and the world of outlaws doing you know their live streaming of races that's starting to get popular and you got indy that that's out there doing that dale jr ran last week's uh, i believe last week's indy uh invitational race and that that was kind of interesting to watch and then you've had jimmy running those races for indy so i mean i honestly think that before jimmy's career is completely over where he completely steps out of from behind the wheel we're going to see jimmy johnson in an indy car at some point I honestly think you're right, and I wouldn't be too surprised if it's not for the Indianapolis 500. That that would be one heck of a deal for him. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I saw in the news this week, uh, people are asking Jimmy, is he going to delay his retirement a year with all of this happening? What are your thoughts on that? He He's pretty much said that he's open to possibly 
going that extra year, and so he has a true farewell tour. You know, he's our seven-time champion. However you want to slice it, he is a seven-time champion. Multiple, I think he's got like 86, 87 career wins. I believe you're uh, right. He, he deserves a true, true farewell tour, just like Gordon, just like Tony Stewart had. He, he deserves it. And yeah. if the series, the season is crammed together, and he, he's not going to get it. He's not. I, I don't feel he's going to get what he truly deserves as one of three seven-time Cup Series champions. Richard Petty being the, one of them, the other one, and then the other one of our three is the late Dale Earnhardt Sr. All three great spokesmen for our series. And, and all of our cup champions have been great spokesmen for our series. They have. Um, they really have. Um, you, go ahead. You know, I, I, I honestly think we're looking at a changing of the guard, so to speak. You know, who who's going to come out and now be a dominant force in our sport? Who's going to lead our sport once, you know, Jimmy does fully retire? Is it going to be Kevin Harvick? Is it going to be Kyle Busch? Is it going well, to be know- is it going to be somebody younger like a Garrett Smithley or a Timmy Hill or Josh Balicki or John Hunter Nemechek? Is it going to be somebody we don't really see or maybe even, you know, William Byron, who is an iRacing kid who started, you know, racing go-karts, got on iRacing, got found by Dale Jr., now is a Cup Series race car driver. Are in- we going to see the changing of the guard? At, and at what point does that happen? I mean, uh, up until this past week, I would have, uh, you know, put Kyle Larson's name right up there at the top of that list is for the changing of the guard. So there, there's a lot of people up and coming. There are people that are current, that are young. Look at Ryan Blaney. Look at, um, oh God, I can't think of his name, uh, Alex Bowman. Like you said, mm-hmm. William Byron. These guys are all right there up in the forefront of talent-wise what, what this series is going to have. No, you just brought up Kyle Larson. Let me let me just take that a step further. Are we going to see Ross Chastain emerge as the true talent we know he is from I mean, watching good... him go from having no shot at the title in the truck series last year to almost winning it? With and did so not... with, you know, he was not running for the truck championship when the season started. And he stepped in, what, with about – what was it, seven or eight races under the belt and did what he did. And you got to remember the truck series does not run as many races as Xfinity or Cup. So that that was quite an accomplishment. And doing it with Nice Motorsports, who is not part of the big three in the truck series, speaks levels of talent for Ross. And, you know, (laughs) a guy I'm very familiar with, Stuart Friesen, who ran big block modifieds, was almost in the big four, you know, final four is, is in the truck series. Are we going to see a change in the guard too from these younger guys like Spencer, Stuart Friesen? I think we uh, are, you know, I mean, a lot of these guys last year, there were, I can't think of the names exactly. There were three or four of the truck people that moved right on up to Xfinity. And I mean, the truck series is really like a growing, growing step for these guys on their way up. I know some drivers skip the truck series, but in my opinion, um, truck series very vital step in becoming a future NASCAR champion. I, I agree, and, and let's be honest, our 
our truck series is loaded from uh, loaded, loaded with talent. talent. Absolutely. And, um, and you look at the Xfinity series, it's loaded and loaded with talent from top to bottom too. And I mean, and look, Christopher look- Bell moved up last year. Uh, I can't, I know there's two or three other major names that moved up. Um, Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick. That's who I was Tech, trying to think of. Cole um, Custer, all them. The t- you can see the changing of the guards starting to slide over. And it's, it's going from trucks to Xfinity to Cup. And then you got the local guys who are running regional stuff, you know, like the K&N and ARCA sliding into trucks. And the, yeah. the, the talent level from Tate Fogelman, big, who was running, I yeah. think it was ARCA and K&N. He's driving a truck, the O2 truck for um, – Young's Motorsports now, so and very impressed with Tate and how he's been and the first couple races that he's had, you know, Spencer. He's done really, really good. Spencer's starting to finally get get his mojo and how he w- works with his crew and the spotter. Listen to the spotter and him talk back and forth and their pre race stuff is, is is hilarious. It um, really is to listen to the radio sometimes, especially during cautions. And uh, Spencer's notorious for plugging sponsors on the radio during cautions, you know, which I, I find really funny because the bit networks aren't usually picking up his radio. But for those of us that have like the NASCAR app, listen in or at the track, it, it's funny to listen to his radio. So. Well, and, and I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scott, before we get out of here, um, we we let's talk a little bit about the fact that NASCAR just postponed Martinsville, which was coming up. Um, but there are rumblings, and of course, this is a fluid situation that we could see racing without fans by the end of May, depending on what the state's governors allow. You know, I, I'm going to, you know, Bill, I, you and I have talked about this privately. Uh, I, I've heard a lot of rumblings too. Uh, this, the situation with COVID 19, it is dire yeah Um, but now we are seeing instead of that little small window of hope that light we're seeing it a huge window and without people doing the social distancing wearing masks washing hands being smart and and without our doctors our nurses our caregivers who are on the front lines fighting this we can't we tip our hat to them I take my hat off to you guys that are out there, the nurses, the doctors, everything, the EMT, the firefighters, the police officers who are dealing with this, going home and, you know, having to self-isolate because you can't be around your family because you don't know what you're going to have. Yeah. To you guys, you are the heroes, and I applaud you, and you guys are in my prayers that you guys can get through this. And, you know, I hope, you know, those prayers are guiding our leaders with all this and, you know, we get back to somewhat normal, but you know, no fans, I'm okay. If we go back racing, we're we're probably realistically looking at a minimum of six races without fans, probably closer to eight or 10. I'm okay with that. And if they want to have fans, you want to have fans, you want to make it mandatory. You got to wear a mask. I mean, for that too, let's go do what we got to do to to save our people. If you don't want to have hot passes, don't have hot passes. If you don't have an autograph session, do what we got to do. So yeah, we can lick this and lick it the way we need to I mean, and fight it. Maybe these drivers can sign hero cards in advance. And I know most of the time your hero cards are found out there in the uh, garage area, but maybe with all of this, it's time that 
you go back to like when I was a kid in the nineties, you went around to all the, the uh, merchandise haulers and you said, Hey, can I get a hero card? And they're like, and they would hand them out for free. Maybe it's time, especially with what's going on right now, put these hero cards back out there at, at these trailers and these drivers, you know, not just the small guys like Spencer or, or Garrett, uh, but the big guys like Kyle and Jimmy sign, you know, few hundred for each race and have them out at their haulers and all you gotta do is go by and ask for one first come first serve maybe that's what we have to do for a while but i I think that there are going to be some a lot of different rule changes as to how accessible drivers are for a little bit um do i think we're going to see like the truck series does every weekend and week out there's 20 drivers go out there and sit at a long table and people line up and get their autographs to. I think we're going to see that in the first race back. Absolutely not. No, I don't think we're going to see that back for about maybe come August. We might see that back. But if if I'm, they want to do it and they want to make it mandatory where you have masks on yeah. and you go get those, okay. You know, let's, let's I mean, do what we got to do. And, and I applaud. I'll be honest. For- I go out to the store and I wear a mask and gloves. And it's, it's to protect my family. Hmm. So Me right too. now that's the current norm, but, uh, it's going to, it's going to slowly get better from here on out. Um, and, and we're going to get back to a sense of normalcy. And, and I hope everybody just uses their head and, and, and be smart. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about next week's guest. Um, <laughs> we got a treat for you folks. We got a main guy, uh, from, yeah, he, he, the, he is a, uh, Arca series champion. Austin Theorold is going to be our guest next week. Yep. And, and we can't thank him enough for reaching out to us and, and asking, I mean, and I'm he, looking forward to looking forward to having him and asking him a lot of questions about, I mean, you know, the, what got him started in racing and everything. So, and last That's year, you cool. know, his season was ended a little bit early with that concussion. Um, maybe get an update on how, how he's doing. And But I, I'm really excited. Austin, uh, first time we've had a champion on the show. So uh, that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. It, it'll definitely be cool. And, you know, we started off with our first sponsor with Jonathan from Richmar Flores. And it, we had our, our first Marine veteran with Josh White. We had our first pro truck driver here in Florida with Derek Pugh, we had our first, first crew, crew guy with George, our good buddy George Belafonte Jr. So, from uh, you know Excalibur Pit Crew. So you know we're not we're we're very <laughs> you know we're talking racing, but we're doing every aspect. And you and, know if, if there's listeners out there who race, you know we're not just worried about NASCAR trucks, Xfinity, ARCA, anything like that. If you race a quarter midget, <laughs> you know to to go kart, hit us, hit us, send us a message on our. You know, our Facebook page, our Twitter. They can uh, reach us an email at backyardracingnation at gmail.com. And, and if they want to reach out to us personally, you know, they can get it to mine. They can Scott find Jackson this on, on Facebook. Yeah, the, uh, I'm, I'm under very easy to find Bill Logsworth right there on Facebook. Of course, yours is. My full name is Scott Guy, so they can all come out and, and look us up and hit us up through private messenger. I, I don't care if you, you know, never want to race. I, I just, you know, I know we all love racing. You know, we are a fan of racing. We, we, that's, we live it, breathe it, sleep it, eat it. And you know, uh, <laughs> I want to tell our listeners, uh, we've had a few people reach out and said, Hey, are you on Apple podcast or are you on this or that? 
We are in the process of getting ourselves on Apple Podcast and some yep. others. If you have a podcast server or app that you you know is your favorite, you'd like to you'd like to see us on there. By all means, shoot us a message and say, "Hey, get on this app or that app because that's what I use and it's easier for me to listen to you." We we'll, we will do our best to get on as many of these things as possible. Absolutely, and they can find us on Spotify. Uh, Anchor, which is the link we post for everybody, but we are on Spotify right now. Um, the Oops. Apple is coming very soon. I just got to figure out how to upload it yet. Um, <laughs> you know, so guys, we're we're gonna do everything in our power to get more able access to you guys, and we appreciate everybody and their support. And thank all of you. I mean, we each week we have seen our listeners and our, our listens to our podcast grow in leaps and bounds. And we can't thank you enough because without you guys, there would be no use in doing this. No, it'd be just be two two guys that love racing, talking about racing, and nobody listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, you know, and our sponsors that you know give us guidance and like you know Jonathan with Richmar Florist and. My boss, I feel really Ray. blessed for the for our sponsors. They, they, you know, it's really wonderful that they're they're allowing us to use their name, and it's wonderful. It is. I can't thank them enough. And you know, we got some good stuff going on this weekend. And you know, it's raining here in Florida. <laughs> it's sunny uh, and in the. Let's see, what's the temperature here? I can tell you really fast. I want to say it's up in the sixties. Uh, uh, it's fifty-seven degrees. I, well, I think I, I – nope, I'll keep the warm weather. <laughs> but but everybody, please be safe. And, again, to the people on the front lines, thank you so much. And, and, you know, maybe when this is all over, you can truly be recognized as the heroes that you guys are. Yeah, it is, it's not just the people in the emergency rooms. It's the people who work in uh, – you know, everything from nursing homes to just your labor delivery floor in a hospital to even your people who are, you know, grocery clerks that are having to be in close contact with people. Yes. All of these people right now, I, I salute them all. And, and the truckers, the truckers that are keeping this country going with with commerce, a uh, huge salute to them too. Yes. Without those truck drivers, none of this, oh, we, we'd be, we'd be, we'd be, we'd be totally uh, hurt right now. Yeah, honest. people think these stores haven't had a lot of products. They would have absolutely nothing without truckers. That's absolutely right. Bill, it's been a pleasure doing this broadcast with you, my I, friend. As, as always, as always, everybody, thank you for tuning in to Backyard Racing Nation podcast, and y'all, we'll see you next weekend. Next Saturday. Next. Yes, sir. PM see you next week. With our new buddy, Austin, as we talk about his his racing career. All right, man. I Good talking to you. We'll, 